it's another edition of the Something in the Air podcast brought to you the first and third Wednesdays of every month. You know how it goes. First Wednesday of the month. We're recapping the month that was the third Wednesday of the month. Well, we bring in someone influential in South Jersey. And what's somebody that's more influential than our uh, education reporter right here at the Press of Atlantic City? Claire Lowe, and you might be thinking, Joe, what does education have to do with weather? Well, a lot, but we're going to give you educated in a different way, a little movie education here. We are going to do the top 10 weather movies in Claire Lowe's opinion. So, Claire, thank you for being on. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Did you write right, that so, the time or was that off the cuff? What, me? Yeah. That's yeah, off the cuff. You know, like I, when I'm in the green screen environment here, it's just all ad lib. It's all off the top it's of good. the head, you know. People always say, oh, you know, is your video scripted? No, I mean, I think I'd be here all day typing out what my video was going to be if I had to write a script. So just kind of go off the top of your head. So, I, you know, usually in life they tell you, you know, uh, uh, think before you speak. Um, you know, this kind of forces you to do that. Um, so I try my best, but sometimes, you know, we slip up, but it's good. anyway, so the reason why, I, why I'm having you on here is because we had a nice, uh, lengthy conversation, we'll call it maybe in August at some point about what the top weather movies were of all time. And at our office on the bottom floor, we have a, what do we have? Like 11 or 12 movies that are on that list. So I said, oh, Hey, this is a great thing for a podcast because we did in July the top 10 weather. Well, actually, we did, excuse me, not top 10. We did five categories, top five weather songs of Vince Jackson. Now we're rolling the movies for you because you, unlike me, are the movie aficionado. So, in Claire's opinion, here are her top 10 weather movies. And I trust her judgment because she watches a lot of movies. So, here we Wait, go. Wait, can I put a preface on this? Yeah. Of the weather movies that I've watched. I'm sure there's ones out there that I haven't seen and maybe they fit in higher, but these are the ones that I have seen. And then maybe you should explain what a weather movie is and what is not a weather movie. That's yes. Yes. As you, uh, as you messaged me on Facebook, I think this morning and told me, so this is what we needed the criteria for weather movie. It needs to be something weather related, but the weather has to be a main part of the role. Now, what is weather? So, uh, snowstorms count, tornadoes count, but earthquakes don't count because earthquakes not really weather and volcanoes are not really weather. They are natural phenomenon. So I believe there were some uh, movies that you liked, but I, I uh, asked if we could not include those in the list. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. You want to tell everybody Dante's what, Peak. which one? Dante's Peak. Dante's Peak. So does that now... Tell me what the movie's about, because I don't even know. Is it about Dante, like the Inferno Dante? It's about a volcano exploding and okay. people getting to safety. Okay. All right. So you thought that was a good movie, but we, uh, we left that off of this list. So anyway, mm-hmm. here we go. In no particular order, but we'll get to the top three in a little bit. She has The Day After Tomorrow. It's 2004. Twister. We're going to talk about that one. 1996. White Squall, also in 96. The Mist. It's 2007. Classic, Wizard of Oz, 1939. The Shining in 1980, 2012, which was in 20, 2009. Sharknado, that one's, that one's borderline, but we'll, we'll accept it. Uh, Frozen, which was 2013. And then The Impossible, which is in 2012 here. So out of that list, I have watched three, Day After Tomorrow, Twister, Wizard of Oz. And I've heard of seven of them. So I never heard of White Skull 
the mist, and the impossible here. So, um, tell me about. I want. Let's start off with Twister right off the bat because I, I have some thoughts on this. But you know, it's interesting to hear non uh, people who are not meteorologists, you know, talk about Twister because I think as a meteorologist, you kind of just have your own, you know, thoughts and memories on it. So, go ahead. T- tell me about Twister. Tell me about Twister here. Well, it I wasn't the top three I should mention. I apologize. No, it's not. But I love Helen Hunt. She's one of my favorite actresses. So I was very happy when I watched that movie. I love the movie. I love the idea of the movie. Seeing, I remember seeing like how all like it was all like you know like spectacular to see those tornadoes that they had and the cow flying through the air. And I just loved the acting in that movie. Bill Paxton, right? Bill Paxton. And, you know, there was little bits that I didn't like about, and this is why it's not in my top three, because they kind of gave uh, personality to the tornadoes, which I was like, tornadoes aren't after you. They don't think about you. They don't have thoughts or emotions. So that's, I didn't like that. But otherwise, as a whole, I think it had a good storyline. It had really cool special effects. It had you on the edge of your seat. It was gripping. And there was, you know, really good actors in it. Yeah. So I think Twister was like, at the time, the it, they spent the most money or one of the most monies on CGI at the time. And, and you can okay. tell, you know, it's 1996, so it's different than 2020. I think an average movie in 2020 would have about the as much or more CGI now. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Twister, you know, again, like I said, you know, as a meteorologist, there are a generation of meteorologists out there who want, who are working in weather because of Twister. It is like that monumental movie because there have been weather movies before that, and we're going to talk about some. But like this one was actually like a critically acclaimed, like popular weather movie. So like you drew in people who maybe weren't interested in weather at first and then became interested in weather because of the movie. Now, at Rutgers, when I graduated, so in our last class, it's called synoptic meteorology. That's wide-scale weather patterns like uh, jet stream and things like that. On our last class, we actually watched Twister, and we had to point out all the factual inaccuracies about it. So that was actually, um, you know, you had to pay attention to that one. But I, th- I got a B-plus on that, so I didn't do too bad. I guess I could have done better. But uh, I got a B-plus on that one. But, like, it just to, like, have – um, you know, tornadoes be so popular in pop culture at the time. Like it, it spawned generation of meteorologists. Like you always have these events that kind of, you know, make people interested in the weather. Like Sandy, for example, you're going to see people 10 years from now, you know, who like Sandy, that was the event. Um, like Gloria, which hit here. Um, you know, you go back to like Donna and the, and the, the um, 62 uh, Nor'easter, um, for myself, it was just, I was actually just always interested in weather. I really can't point to an event, but I just want to say Twister was a real special, uh, one for a lot of people and they're coming out with a Twister too. I've heard. Who's in it? I don't know. I have to look it up. We'll have to when look it up. Out? Maybe we can have press of Atlantic City goes to the movies day and watch Twister too. I don't think they're going to want to see a movie for us. What's that? I don't think they're going to expense that one for us. <laughs> But yeah, you know, I'm just saying, you know, maybe, you know, maybe after work or something, we can go, yeah, you know, on the premiere opening night. Or maybe they mm-hmm. have a premiere. Who knows? Okay. But it's like Star Wars. So, all right. So we'll get that out of the way. So day after tomorrow, um, we have 
White Squall, White Squall, The Mist, Wizard of Oz, The Shining, 2012, Sharknado, Frozen, The Impossible. We're going to talk about that after the break. We're also going to talk about our top three. We're here with Claire Lowe. She's giving us our top 10 weather movies in her opinion. And this is something in the year podcast. Welcome back, everybody. This is Something in the Air podcast. We are here with Claire Lowe, our education reporter here, and movie guru. She's telling us our top 10 weather movies, in her opinion, here for Something in the Air podcast. Claire, you know, I wanted to uh, mention one thing about Twister again. I forgot that our very own Vince Jackson, uh, who did our uh, 5x5 music categories list with weather, uh, did not include Twister on his top 10 and I gave him a stern, what should I say, a stern talking to him. It was controversial. It was a controversial decision. That was a pretty hot take by Vince over there. And I don't think yeah. he's one really to make too many uh, movie hot takes, at least in my opinion. But what do I know? I don't really watch. I'm not the movie guy. You are. I would say even if you don't like it, you have to include it just because of how important it was when it came out. Exactly. That's exactly what I, what I said. So we're on the same page. So, all right. So we talked about Twister, but we still have nine other ones. So here's what we're going to mm-hmm. do. We're going to, so we're going to group in a couple of these at the same time. So your top three, um, and I'll say the order at the end, but it was the shining day after tomorrow in white school. So we're going to talk about some of the other ones just kind of quickly here. So let's talk about the mist. That was in 2007. That was one I'd never even heard of. So okay. was it about like a wall of mist that came in and people got blinded? So the mist is a horror movie. Okay. And- I love, so my favorite movies are horror movies, so this is right up my alley. And it's actually, I believe it's a remake um, of, a, of an older movie. And what happens is, is there is this town that's like on the water, and this mist rolls in, and people start like disappearing or getting sucked into the mist. And all these people end up stuck in a grocery store having to fight the mist or, or whatever monsters are in the mist and they turn on each other, it's pretty good. So it's, is it kind of like an every man for himself kind of movie? Is that what it's Sort of. Uh, you want me to read you the synopsis? Yes, the, please do. The synopsis is, a freak storm unleashes a species of bloodthirsty creatures on a small town where a small band of citizens hole up in a supermarket and fight for their lives. And this is Thomas Jane. Um, I don't know if you ever watched the show Hung on uh, HBO, but he was the star of that movie. Uh, Marcia Gay Harden's in it. Um, there's a whole bunch of like B-list actors that would be in like um, TV dramas that are in the movie. It's pretty good. Okay. All right. Well, I'll put. I just wrote it down, so I'll put it on my uh, to to watch list. Um, now we also have Wizard of Oz, which you didn't include in your top three. I'm not saying you had to, but it is a very iconic movie. Yeah. So the reason I included it is because I was thinking of movies where weather is either the a main character or the the reason for the main plot of the movie. Okay. So the, in The Wizard of Oz, the tornado obviously plays a really important role in getting Dorothy to Oz, but and there's some a little bit of weather throughout the movie, but the tornado was only really featured in the beginning. And then it's more about Dorothy and her adventure. So I didn't really I think that you have to include it, like I said, because because it's an iconic weather movie and that the tornado is so important in getting her to where she's going. Sure. But I don't know if it's um, weather related enough to make the top three. So let me ask you that. So if, if you think using that logic, why isn't the Santa Claus on this? 
The Santa Claus is about Santa. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. Good point. Um, this is why we had you on, Claire. So the only reason that the Santa Claus happened so is because Tim Allen goes outside of his home, scares Santa, he falls off the roof, and then he puts on the jacket and then turns into the Santa Claus. That's the premise of the movie. It has nothing to do with the storm. Okay. All right. Fair enough. How about Rudolph? We talked about this. So Rudolph, although it's an hour long, was sort of a made-for-TV kind of movie. Right. So I don't know if it qualifies as like a feature film. Right. Okay. And I think we said the same about Frosty the Snowman because that was a half hour. Frosty was a half hour, I think you said, right? Yes. That blew my mind. I feel like there was so much to Frosty in the plot that it, like, it couldn't be done in a half hour, but apparently so. I think you probably remember it more, but if you think about it, all they do is sing the song. Well, he led yeah. them through the streets of town. I mean, it just follows the, the okay. song. All right. And then um, off of that logic, what was the movie I was just going to say? It just slipped my mind. The one that's on Christmas Eve every night. The black and white one. The famous uh, one. The Life? Yes. Still not about weather. Okay, that's fine. I just want, but it's weather theme, you know, there's weather involved. There is weather in the movie, but the weather doesn't play a main role in advancing the plot. All right. So by that logic, Die Hard's not a Christmas movie in your mind. Oh. Yeah? Die Hard was never a Christmas movie in my mind. But there's certain certain sect of people who want to be a Christmas movie very badly. And Christmas does play a role in the movie. Like, Mm -hmm. Like, that's part of the plot. Okay. So I guess... It's a Christmas movie, but that, we can do that in December. Okay, yeah, yeah, we come back for the, the top 10 uh, the Christmas movies. Yeah, I'm fine. That's cool with me. All right, so here we go. So we have um, The Shine. No, Shining. We're going to get to that. 2012. 2012, and you have The Day After Tomorrow, um, and Day After Tomorrow you have in your top three. But, you know, 2012, uh, we all thought that was going to be the crazy year, and then uh, 2020 happened. And I guess we eclipsed that. But tell us about 2012. So I actually hate 2012. But it's on your list. I hate the movie, but I love John Cusack. So. I've never heard of him before. (laughs) See, this is the thing. My whole life, this is what's happened my whole life. People say, oh, this person. I just not alone because I don't want to cause a scene. But you guys have all broken me out of my not watching movie shell. Now I just have no fear. I have no fear of saying I don't know things. John Cusack is a really famous actor that was, well, I mean, not anymore. He's not really famous. He's still famous, but he's, he was in a ton of movies between like 1980 and 19 or 2015. That's a long career. Yeah, no, he, he, you probably know his sister. Who's his sister? Joan Cusack. I've heard of her, but I don't know what she does. They remind me of Jake Gyllenhaal and Maggie Gyllenhaal, where they were like in a lot of movies together. They're both pretty good actors. People forget that they're related. Mm-hmm. I got you. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. So 20- in 2012 is 
amazingly able to outsmart all sorts of weather and fly a plane miraculously and navigate to a ship. And it's like the most like unrealistic, well, I guess it would always be unrealistic, but it's very hard to stay engaged in the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, My husband loves 2012 and I love John Cusack. So we have like a mutual. Right. So the only thing, keeping you from falling asleep in your five minute rule of that movie was John Cusick. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's fine. That's fair. Okay. All right. Fair enough. It's a terrible movie though, but I, oh. I put it on there for him cause I love him. That's all right. That, that's fine. We'll, we'll give you, we'll give you that one. Speaking of, um, um, movies that you know, may not be the best is going to be number, uh, what you had next on your list, which is Sharknado. So I mean, category for so awful that it's wonderful right yes that's right yeah this is our designated so bad it's good movie sharknado 2013 or sharknado 2 3 4 5 i stopped paying attention after two <laughs> that that's probably fair so i i i've heard i've watched parts of sharknado i've never gotten to the whole thing because here's the thing in 2013 like all of my you know i, I was i graduated Rutgers in 2013 so we were all like anti-sharknado because like it was like oh like it's not like you know real weather but they talk about tornadoes and hurricanes and sharks whatever but you know it's a cold icon so I actually recall, I saw Sharknado on the night that it premiered on the Sci-Fi channel, only, you know, because I was flipping through channels and I was like, oh, there's nothing to watch. Sharknado, I am zeroing, Tara Reid, I have to see what this is about. So I put it on and I went on Twitter and the entire Twitterverse was blowing up about Sharknado and it just became like a viral sensation to have watched Sharknado. And then that, then Sci-Fi channel had its like big, moment like the sci-fi has always been known for having the most ridiculous movies yes and that was peak sci-fi so did you know sharknado was premiering that day or you just randomly flipped through and you saw it yep wow okay yeah twitter goes ablaze every sharknado that's came out but especially that first one you know like you said it was just it was um uh so what's the word we're looking for unusual I guess. Yeah, and it was really organic, like the way that it um, kind of exploded. Like it was just a whole bunch of people like, are you watching this insane movie on the sci-fi channel right now? It kind of, it like went viral, like, but kind of before viral, was viral a thing in 2013? Mm -hmm. Yeah. When did the dress happen? You know, the... That was after that. That was like 2015. Oh. Viral. There's still right. You could be. I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong. I was. I was just saying. I thought maybe this was like the first, at least the first viral like movie. Maybe that's like strictly. I don't know. I would be. I wouldn't be bold enough to make that statement. All right. Well, I don't. Again, I'm not the movie guy here, so I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna defer on that one. All right. So we gotta get into the top three, but we're gonna talk about Frozen. Uh, which came out in 2013, but you watched it in 2015, and I believe you're you're a pretty big Frozen fan. At least your kids are. Well, yes, yes. So um, I watched it in 2015 because my niece was two and my daughter was one and they fell in love with watching Frozen. So I had to like put it on all the time and learn the songs. And I actually don't like Frozen 1 as much as I like Frozen 2. Mm. But 
the movie is about Elsa and her powers, and it's all about weather. And Frozen Two is even more about weather. Really? So yeah. Okay, I gotta check this out then. You know, Frozen. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like maybe you know, I, I'll have kids eventually. I figured maybe at that point I'll watch Frozen, but there might be a new. I guess there might be a new Frozen by that point. We'll see. Well, I think you could probably watch. You could probably watch it now. I could well. I probably could watch it now. I just I gotta watch. There's other movies that people have told me I need to watch first before I get to there. Like uh, like Gremlins. That was a new one in recent days. People said I need to watch Gremlins. Yeah, that's a Christmas movie. Gre- okay, all right. So Gremlins before Frozen. I mean, you could do like a double feature. <laughs> You're asking for a lot, Claire. But may- maybe we'll see. You know, weather's getting darker out early now weather's gonna get colder you're gonna get those all day rainy kind of days maybe it'll happen maybe it'll happen this year we'll see all right so we want to get into the top three here so we're gonna go in order here and tell me why you love these three so third one you had was uh white squall which was 1996 same year as twister okay so um, it's actually like a story of brotherhood and it's about these um, these young guys that go on a ship with Jeff Bridges. So you can't get any better than that. And they are learning how to they, they need to like, you know, like get them in line and they are all full of themselves and they learn about like working together and teamwork. And then this big rogue wave comes and knocks over the ship and they all fight for survival and not everybody makes it. And it's, it's one of those like tearjerker kind of good 90s, you know, reminds me of um, uh, what's the movie with Robin Williams and Ethan Hawke. Claire, that's a wrong person. Um, I don't know. Was it was? I don't even know. I was gonna say City Slickers. Is Robin Williams in City Slickers? No. <laughs> see, see, this is what's happened my whole life. So you know, I, that's why I try to keep silent on these things. Hold on. Right, Claire's looking it up. She's going to the internet. Internet's gonna save the day here. Poet Society. Perfect. So it's like that. Well, sort of. They have like a grizzly, like, you know, like kind of like, you know, rough around the edges guy that leads a group of like young people into like becoming themselves and learning how to work together. It's one of those sort of stories. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. You know, I, I forgot one here and I should apologize. We'll talk about it real quick. The impossible. That was 2012. Yes. Um, what would you like that one real quick? Um, so that's a movie about like a, you know, like fictionalized true story about a family that survives the um, tsunami in Thailand. Um, and I just liked it because it was, um, I thought it was really well done. And um, it really was, uh, I guess, um, emotional. Like I like a good emotional movie where you get a lot like out of it mentally and, and you know, emotionally. I, I agree with you. I like, I like the ones that, you know, you feel like you feel refreshed. It's almost like you have like a reset, like a mental reset after watching some of those movies. So I, I'm with you there. I got you. All right. So number two, it's a movie I've seen the day after tomorrow in 2004. I can't believe it's actually been that long. I actually, I had yeah. to look it up. I was thinking like, Oh, maybe it's 08, but it was 04. So, um, this one's, um, I mean, I like it. I know it can have some controversy to it, but uh, go for it. Okay, so um, I love Dennis Quaid, and that was 
part of the reason that I, I like most Dennis Quaid movies. I know it gets a lot of it gets a lot of flack. Not everybody likes the day after tomorrow. They think it's stupid. Um, uh, South Park had a whole episode about the day before the day after tomorrow, which is like one of the best South Park episodes there are. And it's fun to make fun of how bad it is. But also every time it's on, I can't stop watching it. If it's on TV, I put it on. It's one of those movies. So it's, I obviously like it. Okay. Yeah, I like it too. I mean, I think people have to take it with a grain of salt. I think some people might think it's a, it's a reality, you know, like actually what's going to happen movie, which it's <laughs> not. Um, but I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was a good movie. Uh, and number one. Wait, that? wait. Can we go back? Because I want to just talk about one of my favorite parts of the movie. Let's do it. So the part where um, they come up to New York for the first time and you just get that view looking from like the, the harbor into, you know, Manhattan mm-hmm. and you can see everything like kind of iced over in the yeah. top of all the buildings. Like it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, it's like you take a step back, you know, yeah. it's like, wow, like this, this is like, anytime you see New York City and that kind of like dramatic view is always, yeah. you know, it, it makes you think, I don't know. But uh, all right, so number one here, you have uh, The Shining. So that is your favorite weather movie. Here it is, The Shining, 1980. Claire, the floor is yours. Why is it your favorite? It's not my favorite weather movie, but it's my favorite movie on this list, so I can't let it top the day after tomorrow because Jack Nicholson is so good in this movie And I am terrified and I am enthralled and I just love this movie so much. When they're running through the snow in in the maze in the back, um, the whole reason they're stuck there is because of this snowstorm, right? They can't leave. They can't get any help. And he's just coming after his son. He's going to murder him. It's like so terrifying. And he's covering up his foot tracks in the snow. And I just, it just, um, it's really gripping. Okay. All right. I've never seen it. So maybe I, that that's going to go right with the, uh, no, I haven't seen it. Uh, no, I'm going to do this. Okay. Because it's coming up on October. Yes. I'm going to make a list of movies that are hit, scary movies. Okay. That I think you should watch okay. before Halloween. And I'm going to put The Shining at the top of that. Perfect. Can't wait. Well, you know, I'm not a big Halloween person, Claire. So maybe this will get me in the maybe this will get me in the mood and Halloween mood. You like being scared? Like, is that like? Not really. I really don't. No, I'm not a big fan of being scared. I mean, I'll I'll do it. You know, especially if there's some kind of weather, you know, relation to it. I, I can be about it. Yeah, scary movies aren't really my my fave. You know, kind of movies. I like you know historical fiction is good, um, but I also like things that, like you said, like they kind of like reset you mentally. Cause like you just dive all in, you know, emotionally into the movie. So I'm with you there. Um, all right. So to recap Claire's list, we have day after tomorrow, Twister, white squall, the mist, wizard of Oz, the shining 2012 Sharknado, frozen and the impossible. And her top three were white squall day after tomorrow. And number one, 1980s, the shining. So there you have it, everybody. So if you're looking for something to do, uh, yeah, we can give you a round of applause. Thank you, Claire. We appreciate it. Um, If you're looking for something to do uh, over the next couple weeks or months, take a look at these movies. I think uh, you won't go wrong. You know, I I definitely trust Claire's judgment when it comes to movies. I've watched some of her recommendations over the past couple months 
Uh, they've been pretty good. I think overall, I think our newsroom has pretty good movie taste. Uh, and that goes back a couple of years with some other people who used to work here too. I like to make sure I tag everybody uh, uh, when I watch a new movie, just to let them know. But um, all right, Claire, anything else you want to add before we uh, wrap on up here? I would say that this was a lot of fun. Thank you for having me on. You're very welcome. Thank you. And watch more movies, Joe. Watch more movies, Joe. There you go. Words of advice from Claire. I'll, I'll take those to mind. I'll get there eventually. We'll, we'll see what happens. All right. So from the press of Atlantic City, she is Claire Lowe, education reporter for the press and also our movie expert for today. Oh, it got really dark here. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I think our lights went off here, but I still have one spotlight on me. So we're going to wrap up here. Uh, you can go to pressofac.com slash weather for the latest in everything South Jersey weather. You can find our podcast anywhere you get your podcast. And as always, our videos come out on our website the first and third Wednesdays of the month. So until then, everybody, we'll be back with you the first Wednesday in October, recapping the month of September. Have a great couple of weeks, everybody. Enjoy. Uh, we have local summer September here. Hopefully, you enjoy. 